Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Lead from the Driver's Seat. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Jeremy Matoshevsky. Did I say that right? Wow. Like, really good. Really good. You know, I've been practicing, to be honest. Uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, Jeremy and I have been friends for a couple of years, but he's got one of those last names that are a little bit more difficult to pronounce. So I have to be honest that I have struggled with it. Uh, <laughs> I people just much too sexy. Much it's too not, sexy. That could work as well. It, well, it was my sister pulled that out when she was a kid. And so I've always thrown that in there for people like you that struggle. It's just much too sexy. <laughs> it, makes it, it makes it a little more funny along the way. So, right. you know, Jeremy and I have known each other for a couple of years and been now are good friends for the last couple of years. But, you know, what's interesting is the fact that when we first met, um, we didn't like each other too much. <laughs> Understatement of the year. Understatement of the year. In these unprecedented times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, what does that go to show you? And, and Jeremy and I were talking a little bit before I hit the record button here. And, and one of the things he said was, uh, well, we both could have been proud men, like some people are in business circumstances sometimes. And, and been done with each other forever. And, you know, should our paths have crossed, it would have been the awkward glance or the look of anger and, and moving on. Right. Uh, however, um, somehow, and I don't even know how we really got back to that signed, friendship I, with each other. I signed up for a mastermind class. I, that, that's right. The 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. We were doing years, that. That's yeah, that's, It'll be four years this September that that started. Morton Chamber you, Office. That's right. You signed up with Valerie, your VP at the time. Yeah. And and showed up. And I was a little bit nervous, to be honest, knowing that you were going to be in that group. I almost didn't sign up because you were leading the group. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but you're a hundred. You're a hundred percent right. Like that happens in in business all the time, where you know you have business uh, competitors in, in different industries and you can choose to um be you know be envious or or whatever it is you can th this discord can happen and then we i mean especially us as men we're kind of proud we're like you know what a little proud a little competitive you know we want to win some more than others, right? Some more than others, yes. <laughs> but that's right. We want to win. And we could have left that. I mean, I think of the impact that you've made on Thunderstruck for the last three years. Um, that would have never happened, right? And it wasn't just me signing up for your class. It was you starting with that class, pouring into my business, right? And I think wow. it's, it's crazy when you think about the little things that happen in life and the responses you don't even necessarily consciously are making and what they lead to yeah it is, it is pretty powerful and I'm, I'm honored by that that 
comment. I appreciate that, my friend. So let's let's talk a little bit about Thunderstruck for a minute. So so uh, you are the president of um, and founder of Thunderstruck Sales and Marketing, and Thunderstruck sometimes the dishwasher, and sometimes the dishwasher, <laughs> bottle washer, all that others, floor sweeper, bathroom cleaner, right? All those other things. That's that's the joy of entrepreneurship and running a business, right? So Thunderstruck Sales and Marketing and Thunderstruck Ag Sales. Ag equipment. So Ag equipment. So give us a little bit of background. How did, how did Jeremy say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to start a marketing business and sell farm equipment. Well, um, I would be lying to you if I said this was part of a grand plan seven years ago. Um, I actually, you know, it was a, a good friend of mine who, a um, lady by the name of Tina Lane, who, you know, I had coached her kid in baseball and we're both American. So we had just kind of bonded over the US thing, both being from the States, living in Canada. And, you know, she taught marketing and uh, we just kind of became friends. And she, she started uh, encouraging me um, to, to go out and, and chase my dreams, right? She had done some consulting work uh, with us and she had, she had just said like, um, you can do this. And she actually brought me my first client and said, why don't you start? And it wasn't an egg. <laughs> Throwing you into the fire, right? <laughs> right. It, was, it, was, it wasn't even an egg. So it wasn't part of a grand plan. It just, it just happened. It just happened. Yeah. And so how long has Thunderstruck been around now? Uh, we turned seven in February. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So seven years in and you, and you really, you do like, and I mean, let's face it. I mean, I, I've known you for a few years now and I see, you know, uh, when pre COVID-19, your life is really on the road, marketing, um, doing trade shows, like yeah. selling the products that your clients manufacture and you're their, you're their point of distribution. Yeah, and that, you know, pre-COVID, we had kind of found a sweet spot because the whole thought behind it was to find companies that, you know, had great products, were good people and had an untapped market. They just didn't know how to, to reach out and, and grow that brand. And so that took being on the road and doing trade shows. I mean, pre COVID, cause I think that's a turn now. <laughs> yeah, I think it is too. I did the like new a, normal uh, in these unprecedented times. Yes, exactly. We're going right. to pivot. Right. We're going to probably pivot this podcast pretty quick. Too. Yeah, it's, it's already going down the rabbit trail. Right. It's all good. But no, we did 125 trade shows and uh, in six years. And that's, that's crazy. But that's, that's what grew this business. That's what it yeah. took. That's awesome. Well, actually, I like that. So that's what it took, right? So what, what, uh, where did this drive come from? for you to say, you know what, we're going to be on the road at 125 trade shows in six years to grow our company. Like that's, that's, that's an, a, an amazing level of commitment that most would not, would not put in that effort that most would not put in. Why did you put that in? Cause that's what it took because that's what it took. I didn't have a plan to be in agriculture. I didn't have a plan to do trade shows. I certainly didn't have a plan to be gone for 20 weeks a year on the road doing trade shows, but that's what it took. Yeah. So to answer your question, it's not like I have this, uh, what the problem with me is I hate losing. I hate failure. Right. And so 
whatever it takes. So that's what it took. I, I didn't have a plan. I had no clue what I was going to be doing seven years ago. I'm going to go sell some stuff. <laughs> go no. sell some stuff. Right. So, so where did this competitive nature come from in you? Have you always been competitive like that? Oh, since I was a kid. Like, yeah. I, I mean, whether it was sports and I grew up playing every sport pretty much under the sun and I just, there, there was no losing. Like there's a first place and yeah, there's a second place, but kind of want first place. Yeah. First place is where it really happens, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've, I've finished <laughs> in lots of different places, but it, it started young. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And it, it's, it's like the, the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, the people that have this entrepreneurial spirit are really willing to go and do more where others give up. Right. And, cool. and that's, and that's, that's what causes your success. And I've seen, you know, you've had some great success with your company and, you know, even though 2020 has been an interesting year, we'll leave it an interesting year, but it started out pretty good for you because you actually acquired another company, brought in a whole other team and integrated it with your existing team and, you know, expanded office space. So tell us how did, you know, like what made you say like, Hey, you know, I'm not happy where we're at. Let's go out and let's go out and grow again. It, it wasn't that I wasn't happy where we were at. Right. I felt like, you know, if you think about the six years that we'd had before we, we made this decision, we grew exponentially, right? Like we, it, it was good. But the problem was, is I felt like we weren't doing enough and our team was, was taxed, like overworked like crazy. And, uh, you know, it, we needed help. And right. when we started looking around, at, you know, at, to hire skilled people, you know, in marketing in Winkler, Manitoba, <laughs> you know, and rural Manitoba. And you know what? It's your fault that this all happened because if you remember correctly, this September in another mastermind group, right? I, yeah. I kind of opened up and shared a little bit. And yes. connected with, with Sherry, who, you know, a partner in Helium. And, right. you know, this wasn't part of a grand plan either. It, it would just, it kind of happened that we found out, you know, coffee with Sherry and Jeff, that we, we were very like-minded. And right. they had skills and talents. And they were the kind of people that, that I wanted to partner with. And so it just, it, it kind of all came together. It was... I, you know, looking back now, so 2020, the, the grand year of 2020, you right. know, we're going to um, merge, purchase, acquire, however you want to say it, another company. We're going to bring that team in, which means we're going to almost double our staff. Right. By, by the way, we're going to do this during the first three months of the year, which is in the ag equipment world, 12 trade shows, right? Half of the right. trade shows we do are in the first, <laughs> like I'm gone 10 of 12 weeks. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. then, oh, by the way, let's just drop a pandemic down. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like it's almost like, what are you made of right now? Right. Yep. But it's been good. I wouldn't go back and change a thing. Um, it's, it's been incredible to watch uh, as these teams have melded together and just to have people fighting with you. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's been good.
How, how have you had to, how, and, and I appreciate the, the feedback on, on joining some of the mastermind groups and some of the, the courses that I've, I've put on and you've been a part of, and I know that you're, you're, an, um, you're an avid learner yourself and you are encouraging your team to grow and you've, you've put a number of your team members through these, uh, through these courses as well. And, uh, but how has, how has Jeremy had to grow to meet this challenge? Um, it's the hardest thing for me is I've had to let go of pieces. Um, and you know, I, it's when you're a control freak, right. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs who have started something from scratch, um, and you have controlled every little facet of it, there comes a point in time where you can't. And I think for years, well, for sure, the last couple of years, it's been tough, right? Like right. it's hard yeah. to have 74 different hats that you're wearing. Absolutely. I, I think that learning to, to trust my partners and, you know, not that I haven't trusted my team, but just being like kind of taking a step back and being like, we got this, we've got a good yeah. team. We've got good leadership. Um, not that I'm, you know, I won't, I'm not involved in everything, but I still try to keep an eye on everything because well, I'm still a control freak. <laughs> well, you, you know, <laughs> control freak or not, you have to think about it as this way. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner that's employing a group of people, and what's your team at now? We're at 21. 21 people that are relying on you to provide them an income for their family so they can live their life. So it's not, you know, are you a control freak or are you just protecting your investment so you can protect your team? Because one thing I've grown to know about you, and, and again, when you're, when you're in, in that business mode, so when Jeremy and I first met, right, that competitive <laughs> mode, right, where, where we, would, we butted heads, we didn't necessarily see eye to eye, but then as I got to know him, and as I got to know you, sorry, I shouldn't say him, you're right here, I got to know you, you see this other side of somebody, right, and, and, and you have an incredible heart for your team. And yes, you're passionate and competitive and a little bit maybe, if you call yourself the control freak, but you also have this incredible heart for your team and you want to make sure that you're able to continue providing for them. So as an entrepreneur, we do have to take that. We have the vested interest in our business that maybe an employee may not have. Totally. And, and that responsibility, I mean, you know, 21, 21 mortgages, right? Or, exactly. rent, or rent payments, um, food on the table, vehicles to drive, scary. kids, kids to put in sport events. Like, it's, well, we don't do events anymore in this <laughs> because of COVID nineteen. <laughs> but no, it's something, and I think that I appreciate you saying that, Al. I, I think that I know a lot of entrepreneurs. Right? You look at Curtis over at Rise. You look at Henry mm -hmm. over at Siri. I mean, the list goes on. Their people mean everything to them. Yeah. And I think that that's you're right. It's part of the entrepreneurial the and, and yeah the we want to make sure that we are making the right decision for the company moving forward keeping in mind our staff right you talk about covid and how many businesses had to close down right yeah. or, and how many won't open again it's right like it 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 is it i i don't know how else to say it it's scary it's it's definitely uh trying times for a lot of business owners it's sad 
it, yeah. it, it, it's not just the business owners, you know, like I couldn't imagine having to shut our doors and tell, and, and hopefully, I mean, I've always felt like, you know, for seven years, let's just make it through another year, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully knock, knock on. We could just make it till the end of the month. We could just make it till the end of the month. But I couldn't imagine having to tell somebody that, look, we got to close. Right. right. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but, you know, and in this town, right, there's not a lot of other options for people with the skill set we have that love Winkler. Right. Yeah, I, absolutely. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's. So, so this, this brings me to, to sort of another question then, right? You, we you can imagine this. Sorry. Are we pivoting? Are we pivoting? <laughs> no, we're pivoting. Well, sort of in the same, same sort of sphere of questions here. Like how, how, how have you been, how have you been able to support your team and keep them motivated and keep them positive and keep them inspired through this, through this, it is an incredibly trying time. Like if, imagine if you were in the airline industry right now, be right? there, there, there may not be international travel till December. Some are saying, right. Imagine if you were in the airline industry right now, restaurant but, industry, hotel, restaurant industry. industry. Like we have friends in this community restaurants that we frequent that are, you know, trouble. Do, in trouble and agriculture, you know, we're big into agriculture. That's 80% of our, both our marketing and our sales are done for agriculture companies. Right. Farmers are taking a beating right now. Absolutely. Right. And, and our local economy in our local area, right? Too much snow too soon. Uh, you know, crops didn't get off the field and too much moisture in the spring. All of this stuff is just on top of all the trickle down effect of everything else COVID-19 related. I think the biggest thing to get to your, your question out is I have, I have tried to be intentional about keeping the team abreast um, as to where we are, right? Like we've had multiple, uh, we'll call them social distancing around our warehouse um, meetings, but you know, when, when businesses start to, be, start to get shut down, right? And they put out a list of essential businesses you know, we met four of the 11 criteria and it's mm -hmm. fine to say that that's on a piece of paper, but mm -hmm. sitting with the team and explaining exactly why we're essential and why we're essential to farmers, why we're essential to other businesses, why we're essential in the supply chain, which I, I feel like it, it empowered our people, right? Awesome. Because now you're essential, right? right? And I think, you know, my team has been amazing. We had to, I mean, we had to change people around, move desks. Like, you know, we know this is a serious thing. We're not making light of it. We, we, no. you know, it, it's scary. So we've taken every precaution and every single time that my team has had to make a change, they've been happy to do it. Right. When, wow, when you talk great. about the businesses that we do marketing for a lot of, you know, there's a lot of businesses in trouble that have to think outside the box. They have mm -hmm. to, like you said, pivot, do something different. And it's been incredible to see how our team has rallied in, in helping to lead that and in, in thinking of new ideas. I mean, they take it seriously. And that's like, as a leader, having a team that's vested and, and wants to see not only the company that they work for um, succeed, but the companies that they do work for. Like it, so. Right, yeah. Because it's not just, it's not just about Thunderstruck. No, no. 
it's about all these family businesses that you represent across North America and some around the world. Totally. And those families and their mortgages and their employees. Right. right? So I, I think that when our staff, like when we talk to our staff and, and we talked about being essential, et cetera, I think that we re- my team responded well. Like that's awesome. Yeah, it's touching on that essential bit a little bit too. I mean, the one thing that's happened with COVID nineteen, I believe, has caused us all to really just take a serious look at how we're living our lives. Right? <laughs> like, what is a priority? What is essential? Is is that is that movie star an essential employee, or is that cashier or that person willing to make sure that that product is getting to that farmer so they can get their crop in the ground on time or that their their website is update updated properly so their customers can place orders with them so they can get their product out the door and in turn feed their family so i think it's i think it's shifted our perspective a little bit as a human race to say what's really important well i think that 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 that's that statement is is 100 percent accurate al I think that, you know, um, entertainment, our heroes, if you will, the people yeah. that we look up to, the movie stars, the football players, the athletes, and, and trust me, I love athletes. I love watching sports. I'm not saying that. I'm a big movie person. But we forget that they're playing a part. Absolutely. They're there to entertain us. And when life gets serious and life has gotten really serious. Really serious, life, really fast. Really fast. You know who matters? You know, the, the ladies every morning when I get my large double double at Tim Hortons, the ladies, they ca- seriously. Yeah, absolutely. In their mask and their profit. gloves, serving us with a smile and a pleasant attitude still. Right. You go to Walmart or co-op, right? You go into co-op and yeah, it's different shopping experience, right? Yep. You know who's smiling and helping and is risking themselves, right? It's not a movie star. No, absolutely. Right. It, it, yeah. it, it is, you know. It's somebody in our community. I think this has grounded us a little bit more, right? It, it, and it, what is priority, right? With me, it's like my family, right? I, I, they're important, right? And, and instead of me wasting away time or doing other things, right? It's focus on family or it's focus on my own personal growth and development so I can grow through this and become a better human being and provide more value to other people. I'm an avid reader. I have four books on the go right now, just so I can grow myself so I can serve my clients better. And I think that this entire thing has caused us to just, whoa, take a step back, slow down a little bit and see, you know, what's really important. You know, what's funny, Al, is, um, and I think we've talked about this before. I, I, I don't know. I think we talked about it in, in one of the mastermind groups, but okay. it was something that two years ago, I really started thinking about how many minutes are in a day right? And how you get 1,440 minutes and I get 1,440 minutes every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'm going to sleep, let's call it seven hours, right? So that's right. 420 minutes. Now I'm down to a thousand and I'm going to work for eight hours, right? So that's another 480 minutes. The problem is, is we have spent so much time as a society wasting our minutes, Mm-hmm. I think about how That's much good. time I've sat watching sports or watching movies where am I impacting somebody? Right. Like, and not only impacting somebody, what am I doing for myself? You know what the right. quarantine, the quarantine's done, you know, that stupid competitive streak, right? I'm yes, biking. I know. And you've been filling me in about what you've been right. doing. So I'm like biking. biking, 
Right, on a cycle with my own legs. With your own legs out there in the world. <laughs> right. I, I didn't have time for that. Or no, it's, I had you time. Didn't, I didn't, didn't make, make time. time for that. What's the priority going to be? Right. What's the priority going to be? And, and that's pretty impressive because you've, you were telling me yesterday, how many kilometers have you done since March? Like 800 and some odd kilometers since yeah, the of March? You, back to the stupid competitive thing. You know who Joe DiMaggio is, right? So right. I, throughout my whole life, I've tried like, I'm going to quit smoking for 57 days because Joe DiMaggio had a 56 game hitting streak. I'm going to do this for 57 days. So in my stupid brain, I thought, you know what? I'm going to bike 10 kilometers or more per day for 57 days. So I'm right. like, I don't know, probably close to 900 kilometers. I'm on, today was day 27. So wow. 30, so more days, 30, days, 30, 30 more days, 30 more days. Yeah. Record. But yeah. And, and time. we're going to be neighbors in a couple of weeks. I'm kind of afraid I'm going to get this knock on my patio door saying, Hey Al. <laughs> Come for a bike it'll ride. Be day, it'll be daily text at about five o'clock. How yeah, you coming? You know what? You know what? <laughs> I, am, I am so out of shape. I'm going to be embarrassed to bike with you, but we oh, will well. give it a shot. We will give it a shot. So, you know what? Let's just <laughs> bring, this, bring this in for a landing here. Uh, any, any last words of wisdom that you would, if you were, if you were sitting down with an entrepreneur just getting started in their business and after you've been in business now running your own company for seven years and, and successful career prior to that as well, you know, a successful sales career prior to that as well, what would you say to that new entrepreneur saying, you know what, Jeremy here, look, I'm, I'm starting my own business. I've got things up and running. I'm struggling a little bit. What kind of advice would you give that person? Um, <clears throat> I mean, if I, if, in, in that scenario, the, the advice is don't quit, no matter what, don't quit. And every single freaking day, get up and win the day. If you win the day, and if you win, let's say five days out of seven days, right? Because it's going to be a pretty good week. It's a pretty good week. But here's the other thing is it's going to be hard. It's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. I, um, I was, funny little story about that. This is a piece of advice I was given probably four years ago by uh, a lady by the name of Adele Dick, who, when I started this, I rented an office from her in her immigration office. She gave me an right. office, an office and two phones and two desks. That's how <laughs> nice. And I was struggling and she told me, she said, um, she quoted Winston Churchill. And she said, when you find yourself in hell, keep walking. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. the advice for, for somebody starting out or somebody who's in business and has been in business and needs to be reminded, you know, seize the day. Yeah. Win the day. Right. I, I look at COVID and, and I look at, I've had multiple friends and, and multiple clients and businesses that are struggling right now. And I've, you know, I've tried to encourage and, and I've encouraged to say, look, let's not stare down at our feet and, and at the, you know, the shit we're standing in, right? Yeah. Let's, let's not be afraid and, and, and be paralyzed looking down. Let's look up. Let's see what other opportunities are out there. You talk about pivoting. Let's yeah. see, how, let's see how we can change our business. And, and maybe it's not the exact same way you were in business before. Guess what? Okay. Have you shed your tears? It's time to move on. Go with the day, figure out yep. it. Like, 
And that's one thing. And I mean, you've, I'm hearing stories from everywhere, but one where I can be very proud of our community, the Pemina Valley, I'm not going to limit it to Winkler, but the Pemina Valley here is seeing the businesses go, okay, our normal way to market with our normal product line is not currently working. Like it's not needed or sales right. have dried up or whatever. What else can we do? And now we have all these in, um, ingenious ingenuity type things coming to fruition with hand-washing stations and facial masks and, and masks like, you know, like just all these four companies. Months, four months ago, right? You look at Iron Man Industries, you look at it, it, my brother-in-law, right? Yeah. Like very successful advertising business. You know mm -hmm. what people aren't doing right now? They're not advertising. No, pivot no. your whole business and realize that there's a real problem with Canada getting, you know, personal protective equipment. Right. So what are you going to do? You happen to have a guy on staff that has all kinds of connections and you're going to start bringing it over. Who do you think's getting masks for the local clinics? You think it's the government? No, no it's not. It's a local, it's a it's local, a local entrepreneur, local it entrepreneur. uses to die. Look exactly. at Curtis, right? Yeah. Curtis runs a successful gym. I mean, back pre-COVID and back pre-trade shows, I went. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, mental health is a big thing right now. There's a lot of people that are, are, are really struggling, really struggling. Yeah, and absolutely. Going to the gym is one of those things. He can't open his gym. He now has permission to do outdoor in the parking lot. He right. Staff are putting on outdoor sessions for local people. Yep. Yep. So they can keep, so they can keep a physically fit and also help out with their mental health. Like it, it's, it's that type of spirit that, that again, that entrepreneurial spirit is truly inspiring to see. And everything, all it's, it seems like it's daily too. All these things come out. Now this business has pivoted how they're doing business, and now they're manufacturing this product, or they've sourced this product and are able to provide it to our local market. And that is inspiring. It's not and that's just that, here. It's worldwide. It's, it's worldwide. It's it's really really incredible to see. If I wasn't in the process of moving, normally behind me here, and you folks are hearing us, you can't see us, but normally behind me here, I have this huge poster that says persistence, noun, not giving up until you succeed. And that's my that's my saying. That's not my quote. I didn't come up with it, but that's that's there every day, so I can walk into my office and see a reminder when things may not be going my way because you're going to run up against those walls as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a leader, you're going to run up against these walls. But what do you do? Do you hang your head in shame and walk away and quit and go sleep for the rest of your life? No, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you persist. Your words persistence. My word is scratch and claw. Scratch and Literally. claw. It means scratch. the same thing. It does. It is. <laughs> yeah. it, right? Scratch and claw and fight to the death, right? Like that, yeah. <laughs> those are your words for any young entrepreneurs or people that are thinking about getting a business. Are you willing to fight to the death? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, maybe being then, a business owner isn't, isn't for you. Yeah. And, and that is the truth. And some of you may have to come to accept that fact and that's okay. But if you have right. that entrepreneur spirit and you want to have your own business or run your own operation, then you can't give up ever, ever. Jeremy, you know what? Amazing. This, this conversation went completely different than we had planned. And I, I appreciate you, my friend. If somebody 
out there listening says, hey, I need marketing or I've got a unique product that would suit farmers, how are they getting a hold of you? Um, probably on our website would be the best. I mean, they could email to Jeremy at thunderstrucksales.com or you could go to just thunderstrucksales.com or thunderstruckagequipment.com. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, send me some smoke signals, <laughs> reach out to Al and he'll give you my cell phone number. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're accessible and, or if you just like, there's a lot of people out, that, out there right now that are just struggling. And if yeah. you just need somebody to encourage you, call, give us reach a shout. Out. Absolutely. Out. Like, I know you're in the same boat. I, I, there's a Curtis, like we go on, there's all these local business people that are like hey call me yeah like let's talk let's figure this out we're in this together and as that's humans. exactly as human beings right yeah you are not you are not alone it you are not alone it does not matter what you believe it does nope. not matter what color you are nope. it does not matter you, you know anything nothing matters other than we're all humans and be we're all humble <laughs> you know swallow your pride show some right. humility and reach out because there are people out there that were willing to help. And even if it is only a word of encouragement, sometimes that's all you need. To it, get might going. Be, it might be harsh. It might be harsh. <laughs> so I say, you know, Jeremy is like, Jeremy's become this, 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 I like I said, Jeremy's a good friend, but he's the guy that I go to. Okay. If I'm stuck or I'm struggling, or I'm feeling down about myself. I go to Jeremy because he's going to give me the kick in the butt that I need to get going. And I, and, and, and I don't mean that sound harsh. I, can't express how much I appreciate that because you're the person that will tell it like it is. <laughs> there's no, there's no sugar coating it. No filter. It's just gonna, <laughs> no filter, no sugar coating. It's just going to, this is how it is out. This is what you need to do. And, and I walk away from, you know, and we haven't, I'm, sadly, we haven't been able to do that recently because of no restaurants are open, right. but going for that breakfast, walking away from there going, I feel like I just got beat up a little bit, but, but now I can move forward. I'm inspired to push a little bit further, well, push a little bit harder. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I mean, you've, you've, you've impacted my business and you've impacted me as a leader. And, and I'm glad that we, we, we are here now and not where we me were too. four years ago. Cause me too. Thunderstruck would be different and I would be different. So, well, thank you. I appreciate value that. For value, my friend. I think you've said that <laughs> multiple times, right? Yeah. Thank you. Well, um, again, appreciate your time. I'm going to let everybody go. Thanks for listening, everyone. I really do appreciate you uh, listening. Share this podcast with your friends. And if you do ever need either one of us, reach out. We'll be here. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrutan.com or hello at lrutan.com.